1: Welcome to the FLA Cats Hockey Podcast of the Hockey Podcast Network. This is your host, David Rodriguez, with my co-host, Ryan Keelan and Kirby Lupel. Ryan, Kirby, last time we recorded, the Panthers were down 2-0, coming back to South Florida. Now, about 24 hours later, the Panthers were able to get one of the two here at FLA Live Arena to make it 3-1 Vegas, taking it back to Vegas for Game 5. Ryan, we talked to each other a lot during the week, saw each other at the game, Obviously, we know that it's going to be tough sliding for the rest of the series, we could say. How are we feeling today, my friend? Hope all is well.
2: Yeah, last podcast, you know, very somber. Going down 2-0 is tough, but, you know, this one hurts even more. We had it last night. A uh, couple things could have went our way and and we're tied. But here we are. I, I Unfortunately, I think the series is done. It's going to be nearly impossible to come back, you know, we already came back three to one against Boston. It's it's gonna be impossible to do it again, you know, with a team against the Ve like Vegas who, who kind of has this figured out. So it's not going great. How are you going?
0: Never say never because I had uh Boston winning in five games and it came down to that breakaway by Marshawn. We talked about in our Spaces community and David in our community a little bit off air. You know what off season plans were gonna look like. So. I'm gonna learn my own lesson there. Um, I felt the Boston thing was a little bit more daunting, but all credit we'll we'll get into Vegas, all credit to how they've been playing. I just think these last two games and you guys experienced it at the FLA Live Arena have been a gamut of emotions where we've seen and a microcosm of our season where we've lost hope, especially in game three, no chance of that. A miracle comeback, the overtime winner um that you saw the Panthers do late in this in the second half of the season and, and obviously into uh, the playoffs being undefeated through overtime and then game four kind of giving us um, back to game three vibes of regular season. Where's the push? Where's the energy uh, Panthers try to make a late push at the end, come back cats, come up short. You wonder, you know, how many times can that happen? Does that mean the clock has struck midnight on this team? Time will tell. Got to go back to Vegas. They have to win two out of three in Vegas. We know the history again, as we talked about last podcast in Vegas. So a lot of emotions, I'm trying to stay positive for some in our spaces community. There was a lot of positivity. And then there was people are like, this is done. So there's people again, on both sides there of the ledger with hope Um, people saying as Ryan kind of just stated there, this one's over. So I don't know. I'm going to let it see play out because I think I kind of counted that Boston series over before it was. And, uh, Panthers were able to have some resiliency there, David. I will add these, these injuries are hurting. Loosto, the Kachuk thing that we'll get into—that's that's, that's going to be an uphill climb.
1: Yeah, before game three, I had tweeted. You know, had you told me six months ago that the Panthers were going to be hosting a finals game tonight in the FLA Live Arena, I wouldn't have believed you. So just just to be here right now is just a great great experience for me personally and my family and. Ryan, you know, we've, we went, we talked to each other every game. We were at game three watching Flo Rida, uh, you know, blast his uh, low, low, <laughs> uh, which was great. Just a sea of, a sea of Panther fans to see Flo Rida for game three. We watched the ups together. Uh, I think the arena was electric the entire weekend for the most part when the Panthers were, were performing well, you know, in game three, again, like you guys said, just a, a miraculous comeback. Well, not miraculous, but, you know, a last stitch effort with Bobrovsky pulled, clutch Kachuk, who had been banged up earlier in that game, was clutch again for the Cats to send that game into overtime and uh, a lot of controversy late in that third period. You know, with that uh, tripping penalty that maybe Stevenson had kind of sold to the referees, and you know, the referees continue to be the talk of of these games in the series. You know, that uh, you know haven't gone maybe in Florida's way, so. Yeah, Swaggy became the second player. I mean, I think the first player in NHL history to have two game-winning overtime goals in the playoffs on back-to-back years. We talked about it, Kirby, a few days ago, just uh, how historically his performances in the overtimes have been with four game-winning overtime uh, goals in playoff history. Puts him top six in NHL history. And like we talked about, just the amount of games that the players in front of him have have taken to get to five and to six. And Joe Sakic leading the way with eight uh, took him 172 games while Carter Verhege has only played 43 playoff games and he has four, which is sixth in NHL history. Um, so yeah, just we know that Verhege and, and Kachuk have just been so clutch for us uh, feeling good going into that game four. you know, the status of Kachuk was unknown. Uh, I know Ryan, when we were watching the warmups, I don't know if you noticed, but, Kachuk wasn't really skating his his hardest mm-hmm. as he normally does wasn't really taking many shots he he normally does during the warmups like the puck distribution like getting them out of the net yep. and he wasn't doing that it was actually Ryan Lombard who was mm. doing that so you could tell right away that he wasn't he wasn't feeling himself I didn't know much if it has to do with the concussion I believe was which, which is what they. I think, officially diagnosed him having in that game three. But do
0: you think Maurice is just hiding the shoulder? Wait, That's
1: concussion?
2: What I well, he was put in – he was taken off that by makes- the- The spotter, but they, he got, he was allowed to return. So I don't think it was, I know, but 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 that's, that's what Maurice is
0: allowed to say because he was brought into the concussion protocol, but I think they are hiding obviously after seeing game four, the shoulder injury. But that's why I was saying to everyone on Twitter, the views that I was getting on camera from home was the trainer checking shoulder points on him. And people are like, well, maybe that was a concussion uh, test spot with around the neck area and the shoulder area, but he was getting them to do all these shoulder exercises. They were showing it again. Uh, on the Sportsnet broadcast last night. So I, I think Maurice is just going with the concussion protocol because he was maybe put into concussion protocol, but it's also hiding that shoulder thing. But when you guys were watching the warm ups, he couldn't hold on to his stick. He couldn't stick check. He was avoiding every type of contact out there. To me, that was more of a shoulder, uh, labrum, clavicle thing than it was a concussion thing. And right. at the end of the game, they're not, you know, being able to play a little bit at the end there, but not able to like lift the puck and Different things like that. It's just really a shoulder-based. My brother had like a grade three, grade four uh, collarbone break in hockey. So I've experienced that firsthand. He was out for like drugged up to the gills. Um, So like when you you see a shoulder collarbone thing, it's pretty evident. Um, And it can happen on something very innocently too. Like it doesn't need to be the biggest bone jarring hit. Obviously, it was the colossar collision there, but um I I really truly think it's something on the shoulder clavicle labrum area after mm-hmm. seeing how he played there in game four and, and that's a good point by you David not getting the pucks out of the net there that's not yeah. concussion based
1: yeah you, know. you could just see it from the start of the game and throughout the game just his him and grimacing if he had his back turned to someone and they kind of pushed him against the boards I remember seeing one specifically I believe it was the last time he came out before he had that extended third period rest um, or break I guess we could call it that uh, he kind of grimaced and you could just see it wasn't even a very impactful body check on him and he just grimaced in pain so at the time of the recording his status for game five officially is un- unknown um he no one has really said yes he's going to be good I, I would assume he's going to play you know just help it out you know just based on the severity of the the game and the importance of it so Yeah, we know Matthew Kachuk has been the leader and the most clutch player, leads us with 11 goals, has still been able to score two goals in this Vegas series, one in game two um, and one in game three, which was the tying goal to send us into overtime. So, yeah, obviously down 3-1 going into Vegas is not the most ideal thing. Game four was, again, just a matter of Vegas crunching down, getting on us early, and us having to battle back from a 3-0 deficit, was able to get Bobrovsky pulled and get this within a chance of, of, you know, sending it into overtime again, but yeah, just couldn't get it done. And and now you go to Vegas down three, one. We talked about it in the episode in the last episode, just how Florida has still never won in Vegas. So in order for the Panthers to do something historic, they're going to have to beat them twice at the minimum. And I tweeted out today, guys, that um, ironically enough, in every series that the Panthers have played this year, um, they've they've had three game-winning streaks against those particular teams at some point in the series, right?
2: Just a different point, though.
1: (laughs) No, yeah, I'm saying, like, the Boston series, again, we're in the scenario we were down 3-1, we had to win three, and we did. Toronto, we won the first three. Carolina, we won the first three. So the Panthers have done it three times so far this season. They're going to have to do it one more time if, if there's any hope of bringing the cup to South Florida. Ultimately, now there's no chance for the Panthers to do that in Florida. It would have to be in Vegas in Game 7, if it at all possible. So, yeah, I mean, just, you know, we knew that Florida had to win two for it to make it a best of three, but now Vegas will have three chances to lift the Cup no matter what. Uh, and I correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but I don't think there's a team that was in the playoffs whether first round second round whatever has faced elimination three times during the postseason I I can't think of any team that faced elimination at least three times in the playoffs and were able to fend it off kind of you know what I mean like Dallas did it twice against well I guess Dallas did it twice against Vegas and then they did it once against Seattle so I guess that makes them three but you're saying or, just
2: us against Boston?
1: Yeah, like we've faced elimination three times, right? And we were able Within to, that yeah. series. I get what you're saying. Right, you know, yeah, over the, the longevity of the series, we were able to like avoid it three times. So, I guess Vegas or Dallas is the other one off the top of my head. Um, and I forgot to check before the recording just how good Vegas has been in eight series clinching situations um like i just mentioned against dallas they lost twice before they could you know take them out and i believe against edmonton i think they the did edmonton it-
0: series was three two right um, so they, they were won six two in edmonton.
1: edmonton right and then i think winnipeg they were up three one was it and then
0: no, yes I'm-
1: winnipeg won game one gotcha so they were able to yeah. just take them out four times in a row so Vegas has done okay, I guess three and two in their series against uh, teams when they've been able to eliminate them. So, like we said, Florida's got the toughest, you know, battle now. We talked about it in the pre pre preview of this uh, series, um, and uh, we'll see. Next game, game five is on Tuesday night. Not sure Ryan, if you're thinking about going to the watch party. I'm
0: thinking of absolutely going. not. Get out of here. <laughs> Ryan, what? Absolutely not. What,
2: what am I what am I going to the watch party for? For the community.
0: I mean, a lot of our community met for game three. A lot of great um reactions. No actually, invite. Everyone. I'm no still invite. getting them today. No invite, huh? You gotta wear <laughs> um, the right shirt, Ryan. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean game, well, well, a lot of the ladies from our
0: Apple Cats community, um, a lot of the fans from our community um met and uh yeah, I had a great time I during that um watch party there for game three i'm yeah. glad that everyone got that experience you know either whether it's a watch party or at the arena to get a win i'm not trying to say ryan that i'm happy with one win but i'm just talking from a community sense and for the panthers to like you said on the last podcast to try to make this a series and steal one they tried to steal no. another one in game four it's just they haven't played their best games it's at home stealing, all though, vegas it. needed was one win and that's what they got panthers so, had a chance Henry, in both
2: these games. game game three was such a great moment and then game four, you know, Vegas reminded me of Tampa. We just, we didn't really have any great scoring chances. Even the first goal we scored, it hit off, it deflected off the stage. <laughs> I mean, Barkov had a nice goal, like, but we weren't like threatening them all game. So that was, was that just, was
0: money there. But like,
2: I, I know who it was. I, I, I'm going to talk I, about it, the. It was defense. a lucky goal.
0: I'm going to, it was, I'm gonna, but he always gets the team started. Both goals to start both games. That's
2: fine. But the we couldn't to get them going. But, back.
0: But you got to understand, the game three, you're looking at just the result-based. David, don't you agree that game three and game four are very much alike? Vegas shut us down, shot blocks, no scoring opportunities. We end up pulling... It's frustrating. uh, It's frustrating. We end up pulling out game three somehow, some way. But Vegas, like... You got to give them credit for what they've done. Uh, they haven't dominated us. So I don't want to hear that from that perspective, but just to how they've played that Tampa Bay style, like clogging the lanes, different things like that. That's what we've done during this whole playoff run to mm-hmm. other teams like Carolina, Toronto, as we got Boston, uh, as we got going in that Boston series. Now Vegas is just doing that to us and they don't really have any weaknesses So I can't really be upset with this Panther squad. You know, they're banged up with the Lusto thing, with the Kachuk thing. Bobroski started to return to form here at home. I can't blame him at all. So again, you just got to give credit. I think Vegas is like doubling us in shot blocks. And I believe the shots in the series are even. And the shot attempts, the Panthers might even have the edge on that one. So Mm -hmm. um, as good as Vegas has been on the power play at times on five on five, starting the game in game four, I, I think the Panthers, if they can look in the mirror, say, if we were just a little bit better here, Little bit more desperate here, had a little bit more of a push here. Um, this series would be even closer than it is,
2: but now we got to say that though. in in game five, like the, the comparing Boston and Vegas being down 3 1, Boston, the series was so wide open, you know, we were scoring six goals, seven goals. I mean, we're not doing that against Vegas, you know, so that's why my confidence level is not very high right now because Vegas, it's going to be such a grind, and without Kachuk. Without Lester, Ryan, and you know, we're we're in trouble. And I know we're going to have a big, big off season uh, podcast where we talk about you know what needs to change, what we need to do, what went well, all this. But that'll come at another time. But I just I don't know. I don't think we have enough right now to beat the the Vegas style. How they're just shutting us down. So that's we why only, I'm not confident at all. We
0: only opened it up one game, Ryan, against Boston at six three win, and that was a pretty dominant performance. But Panthers no, lose. No, we had seven. We had seven as well. 3-1, we couldn't score in the game one? What? Game six, we we scored seven. Yeah, but we ha- haven't even played game six in this series yet. That's what I'm saying. We're only at oh, game I'm- three. So, like, I that's guess. where it started so- to open up from Boston's perspective with Orloff and Charlie McAvoy. Like, you saw Petrangelo flips the puck over the glass. If the Panthers have a so many fans have said this to me Tay. If we had another 45 seconds, a minute and a half, we tie that game up. We're talking a whole different story here. So Mm -hmm. again, what about the cross check with a minute
2: and a half left when they blew the whistle? Yeah.
0: Well, McNabb cross checks. Yeah. I I have a couple issues with the ref. What's going on with that? I said that I said, Ryan, I don't know if I said it on spaces or Twitter. I said (laughs) that watch this game be very low penalty because they're going to want to like revert back. And they did. There was one minor penalty called each way. We didn't get one till the puck over the glass. So it wasn't even that full duration there at the end of the no, game yeah so again i i thought that's how it was gonna go but you know you call the goodest one in game three or and then you don't call that one yes. in game four on kachuk where he takes a cross check in the back there um yeah that's the officiating has been a thing but like ryan you said we don't try to blame the officiating here but it has played a factor and a role in this series but again if the panthers just played a little bit better at certain spots and points they'd have a better shot in this series but again i think you got to give credit to Vegas. I think they're playing their best hockey right now as well.
2: Of course. I mean, there needs to be a memo sent out to the referees about protecting their stars and superstars of the game because that's kind of ridiculous. How many I times? I saw your video. I saw up? your
0: video on that. I saw your video on that, right?
2: It's like it doesn't make sense to me at all. And then he gets cross-checked game four. You know, would you know? It's another moment for Kachuk to become this this god and this hero. And you know, they take the power play away, so it's just tough. Just tough, Kirby.
1: Well, I mean, like we said, the only thing the Panthers can do right now is just focus on what they have in front of them, which is a Tuesday night game in Vegas. You know, you guys touched a lot on the similarities between the Boston series on, uh, you know, the first four games of that series. Nothing was really going our way except for the one game where we were able to, you know, get a good performance in that Boston game, too. So A lot of similarities, you know, everyone was kind of counting us out. I mean, not going to lie here on the podcast, same thing. We were, you know, busy. I was ready to tweet, you know, hey, welcome to the offseason. So, you know, to be where we are right now, almost two months since that uh, Boston game or Boston series started, it's, you know, it's kind of been a little bit of a reflection today, kind of been where, you know, you know, you know, just how hard this journey is and just how rough and perfect things have to kind of go in your favor to ultimately win this thing. So I'm not saying it's over just yet, but, you know, just reflecting today, just on just kind of being thankful that we still have an opportunity right now, but yeah, you kind of missed a chance in game four to, to kind of, you know, still you give yourself a chance, but just yep. the fact that Kachuk is just laboring right now, just still, just, that, that to me is, is more, of a factor than anything else that...
0: But is that bringing your guys' mojo down because of that? Like, you're like, oh, boy, like, he's injured. Yeah. Like,
1: I
2: think so.
0: I feel that with Ryan and maybe a little bit with David, but it's like, you still got to have, like, next man up and, like, be able to play, like, through things. Like, Eichel's going but through... The they're series. not doing
2: anything. All our all our supporting guys aren't really, you know... Okay. They're not- can we get can we get into up? this now?
0: Can we get into this? <laughs> sure. Segment I want to. I'm sick and tired of one guy on our defense being the factor in everything. And oh it's happened 47, 48 games this year. And oh I boy. think people are coming to the realization of that now. And I don't talk about it a lot on the podcast because everyone hears me talk about it on Spaces and on Twitter. But Brandon Monter, how much can oh, you do for this defense? How much can this man do? And he's playing with a guy that can't skate out there, can't move out there. He's a guy that initiates the offense. None of our defensemen, including Gustav Forsling and Aaron Eckblad, can add a lick of offense to this team. Mahura can't get the puck out of his zone. Gudis is making bad pinches where he's out there on the ice for two minutes. And then you got the geriatric Mark Stahl that everyone knows about. So, again, we talked about on Spaces last night, there needs to be big changes. And it starts with the defense. I know, Ryan, you get on Barkov, but Barkov has to come back and play the third defender role for 40-50 minutes a night because our defense can't get the puck out of their zone and when they make a turnover bob has to stand on his head and make these big saves so it's hard to generate offense when your defense doesn't know what they're doing in their own zone and be able to get the puck out of the zone gustav forsling was soft last night brooks i saw you wearing the Ekblad jersey frenemies now i love but, that why, that was a horrible pitiful game from our number one franchise defenseman he's not Dude, a number it, one it off he hasn't a- Dudas couldn't get off the ice. Mahura's regressed in these playoffs with extra minutes. Like, Monteur's out there killing penalties, playing power play, playing five on five. Killing penalties. Yeah. Killing penalties. Yeah. He was the reason in game one for
2: (laughs) that they scored it because he couldn't kill a penalty. He shouldn't be out there killing penalties. Yeah, I know he shouldn't be because
0: he's not that great. Ryan in ice time. Not Kachuk, not Barkoff, not someone else. Montour's not not even a first-pairing defenseman on this team. And he's leading ice time every night on this team and doing everything. Flying across country, flying back, scoring goals. Like... It just gets to a point. He's where not
2: flying the plane. He's like, sitting on. How did flying. this
0: defense? How did this defense? He's not flying the plane. How did this defense get to the point that they have David and Ryan? It's remarkable to be here with this defensive core. It's remarkable that we're this. Yeah, far. it
2: is. It is so for you sure. You got to but... give.
0: You got to give credit to Bobrovsky in those uh, yes. Toronto and
1: Carolina series, just making them as short as they were. Uh, all credit goes to him. So you're kind of seeing. You know, we we didn't. I mean, I don't think me personally expected. A series like uh, you know Boston or I'm sorry Carolina and and Toronto where Bobrovsky stealing games left and right and we're kind of seeing that now that if you're not able to produce offensively you've scored two goals a game besides you know an overtime you know the third one being the,
0: the So was that the defense's fault David for scoring two goals a game or the forwards that got to pick it up too oh, like right. you're not secondary scoring well, we've been seen, has to be able to get the puck out of their own zone we've been seeing Vegas for- we've been
1: seeing Vegas getting some help from their defensive core as a yep. unit you know Shay Theodore Zach Whitecloud has all scored in this series uh in game 3 or I'm sorry game 1 uh so you've had guys from there like lower end guys scoring Alec Martinez scoring Nicholas Roy Brett Howden guys that aren't their big sh- their big shots and they're go- they're scoring goals we've had in our must win games it's just been our our main guys kind of producing you know Duclair's got an 0 for 0 for in the last uh, two games since that game one uh, goal but just no one has really stepped up their game to kind of help you know these guys that are kind of injured and like you said Kirby you know Montour kind of, kind of being that x-factor that's you know helped us to be he's worth- our
0: third fourth forward scoring goals with Verhegi, Barkov and Kachuk like we need
1: more oh, here we, go. Right.
2: we
0: need more
1: well no I mean I, I give credit to to Montour especially in in games three and four just being like like uh, Kirby said, the spark at the beginning of the game in Game Three, and then starting that rally in in Game Four, albeit yeah, fortunate bounces, nevertheless, but a beautiful pass to set up uh, Barkov on that second goal to get yeah. uh, the, the third period started.
0: So. And yeah. David, there's, there's guys not scoring goals. Like, Sam Bennett hasn't scored in double-digit games. Gustav yeah. Forsling hasn't scored double digits. I know people got on me about Montour, but, David, you know this better than anyone. His yeah, wife was pregnant. pregnant. She was about at the that. end of her term. Obviously, oh, he, wasn't playing, he wasn't playing his best hockey in the Carolina series. He's probably getting, like, three, four, five hours of sleep. So, I'll like, now explicit. that he's, like, got some rest in him, he's probably been able to get prepared for this cup final with that break. And yeah. you guys said, well, Kirby, Montour needs to perform in these Stanley Cup finals. This guy has performed at, like – Every challenge this year, it's like pay this uh-huh. man the money, like Forsley and Ekblad. If you got to go in the off season, you got to go. Like this is the guy; he's done it all year long. He's a co MVP with the team with Kachuk. <laughs> so I, I don't, Ryan. I just because your guy Kachuk's injured right now. There's good things going on there out there with Barkoff and Monter. Other players just got to step it up, and Bob as well. Good point, David.
2: I I agree with you, but this is. I feel like this is getting to more of a uh, off season thing. I I definitely think it we, is, but we know, have to look at that. A two- Change two or three defensemen, a hundred percent. We yes. are this this defensive yeah. core needs to be flipped. On I've said it all year.
0: I've said it yeah. all year. I yeah. mean,
2: Mahara, was night you was know my end point. The yeah, Mahara was a solid regular season player. He gave us way more than we you know could have ever thought yeah. he would have at the beginning. Even Mark Stahl played all the games, but like mm-hmm. you know that's not good enough when you get to uh, April, May, and June. So yeah.
0: I'm looking yeah. at that defense across the ice: Ryan Hag, White Cloud. I'm like even a guy like McNabb who's been dirty as hell in this series. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, wish we had some of those guys on this. Yeah, well, uh, we're just if seeing, not producing we're just... offense. Then at least protect the house, and right. we're not even getting that last night. Bob's having to like save our bacon on a lot of
2: different um mm-hmm. scoring opportunities. And you games. dissed Forsling, but I don't know. He's a he's a tough dude. Uh, I always, I've got never to worried about him when you know one on one. He's so he's solid. So I it's thought so. last
0: night he looked back to Forsling from last year's playoffs. Oh, Soft, not engaged.
2: It was Eckblad's the issue. We'll get into that though later. Oh
0: yeah, that we talked about that on spaces. Is it Ekblad? Is it Forzing? Like that, Cody and I said it's both of them. They're both that big cap That's our first pairing, guys. And when they're at the bottom of the charts for 70, 80 percent of these playoff games, that's that's alarming. And and Monter's at the top playing with that anchor of Mark Stahl. That tells you something. <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: no. Yeah, I mean, like we said, it's a lot of things that'll be talked about in the off here shortly. Uh, thankfully, a lot shorter off season than normal years. So, uh, the good thing is, you know, whether the season ends on Tuesday or the season goes another few days, maybe another week from now, uh, you know, it'll be a quick turnaround to talking about, you know, free agencies, drafts, and stuff like that. So, uh, really excited for that. But obviously, we know the challenge ahead now: Stanley Cup final game in Vegas for Game Five, the Stanley Cup will be in the building for that game uh, in Vegas. So I'm sure the electricity in that arena is going to be bar none. The toughest that the Florida Panthers are going to have to face, and like said, shorthanded on maybe some players that are banged up, while Vegas doesn't really have many players to be banged up, as we know. I know Eichel's taking a couple pucks to the face or, you know, a nice hit from Kachuk, but other than that, I think they're still playing relatively strong, healthy. They're as confident as can be. And, you know, to be honest, it's, it's gotta be where Vegas has got one hand on the cup right now.
0: Uh, David, David, what do you want to see in game five?
1: Well, I mean, the, the tough thing is we haven't seen any offensive, like I want to say offensive domination since like game six of that Boston series, guys, you know, it's been where all of these games have been tight, 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 no matter what, or, in those Vegas first two games, we were just chase, 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 chase. It's kind of opposite to what we saw in Carolina where, you know, we were grinding, we were grinding, we were grinding. Bob was making the saves, but I feel like in these, in these, in the games against Vegas, that's, I I just don't see that happening because we're not getting those Bobrovsky saves that we were getting in Carolina, which is no fault to him. I don't think it's necessarily all his fault. You guys touched on the defense the most, but I just don't know. We're not, we're not getting anything on the power play. The penalty kill has been whatever. And I think the only thing you kind of get something five on four at the end of the day to, to really give yourself a chance. When these penalties are called in your favor, you've got to, you've got to take advantage of them and we just haven't. So if I want to see one thing to go right early in this game on game five is scoring a power play goal, getting ahead on this team and you know seeing what we can do with a lead because we haven't had many leads in this series at all in my opinion so I don't know what else you guys want to see so
2: so what do you guys think the series ends in
1: I mean obviously I hope it gets to six and we have a chance to 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 do something miraculous but if I were to say anything I just think Vegas has all the all the chips on their side right now and i think they can get it done on
0: tuesday night yeah it couldn't happen that way especially with the injuries with lusto and kachuk but yeah, um exactly. if you kind of eliminate that i think they have a shot for game six to play a one goal game whether they lose it late or not um but it's going to be tough to win in a building right david that we haven't won in twice and then we back home travel back and forth get to vegas which we really haven't got to them to a certain degree um and be able to break down their structure and different things like that. It would have been nice to have a power play game or uh last game to get some of those opportunities on home ice. But when there's only only uh, two minors called one each way, that that wasn't really going to be a distinct possibility there. So I think it's going to be very tough with Vegas. Uh, like I said, uh, chips are stacked against us. No pun intended going back to Vegas with these injuries. But I think if they do play their best game, we haven't really seen that yet. They can force a game six and then, probably with the energy of the home crowd play a really tight game on home ice, which those games have kind of translated to that. I just worry about Vegas has those games have opened up and have got away from us. Exactly. Mm -hmm. We can't, we're not built right now to be a run and gun team
1: against Vegas, especially with just their confidence and a lot of firepower up top. What do you think, Brian? Yeah, I
2: I think, I think it's going to be over in five. They just have all the momentum it's hard without Kachuk and Listerine and that just their, their depth is just crazy. They're hitting us in waves right now. And and I want to talk about, um, you know, some other supporting players like the Sams, like Sam, Sam Reinhardt has been atrocious. I mean, even, even in the Carolina series, he hasn't done much. And that guy makes a lot of money. Like we always say, he needs to do something too. Sam Bennett though, has taken a lot of shots. He's taken three or four shots a game. They're just not, you know, they're not finding the back of the net unfortunately, but, yeah, those two need to step up and needed to, and it's not happening. And then we're down three, one. So I, I think it's over in five.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you there guys. Um, But before we just wrap it up here, let's take a quick commercial break. Uh, and if you guys don't mind listening to this quick ad from DraftKings Sportsbook and we'll be right back. Light the lamp during the hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can make a $5 bet and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. 21-plus in most eligible states, but age varies in jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at Sportsbook.DraftKings.com slash terms. So, Ryan, you were talking about the Sams. Obviously, you know, we haven't seen much production from – Reinhardt or Bennett lately especially uh in these last few games but I want to mention Lance on Lundell I think he's stepped up you know pretty good at home he was moved up to that top line with Barkov had some good chemistry with him Nick Cousins to me has just been awful this entire series Mm you know you think back of that game one absolute miss against Aiden Hill where he had a wide open net and then ever since that he hasn't shaken he doesn't it seems like he hasn't shaken that off he's been moved from the second line, moved up to the first line, then moved down to the third or fourth line. He's been he's been all over the place, but mm. I think Lundell Shelf has, life
0: for him, shelf life for him, Ryan. Yeah, since kind of that miss
1: fun. since that miss, he's just been awful. And then that like turned said, the
2: series around. Uh,
1: I don't know about the series, but definitely that game, just where the Panthers could have taken a lead and maybe held on to it, but kind of swung in Vegas's momentum the rest of the night. But yeah, Lundell I think has been played playing relatively okay um, had two points in last night's game. So not too bad for Lundell. but you know, we're going to need a little bit of a miracle from some of these guys and someone to step up. Uh, Colin White, again, nothing from him. Lomberg has one point all playoff long. Uh, you know, so guys that we thought in the bottom six.
0: Eric Stahl wasn't too bad. The first period of game. four. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, th- I think he was stepping up when Kachuk's absence a little bit in some of those moments. So,
0: he saved us in game three in that overtime. Yeah, should the have blocked shot, block right? shot. And he also came mm-hmm. back on stone when stone was going to have a free <laughs> path to the net. And uh, stall stick-checked him there, which doesn't get talked about for some reason. But right. that was a big play in that uh, overtime there.
1: Right, right. Yeah, just, again, guys that have been playing okay, but nothing that has been spectacular besides maybe that Verhage goal to, like you said, Ryan, give us our first Stanley Cup victory in Florida Panthers history. Now 1-7 and seven in playoff. <laughs> In playoff uh, hist- finals uh, history, which is uh, doom and gloom. But, hey, we can officially say this is the best playoff season, I guess, in the Panthers history, to say the least. Maybe best not. season ever. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, I guess best overall season, just on the longevity mm-hmm. of it. You know, obviously not the best regular season, but, you know, to make it this far is something we haven't seen before. A Game five in Florida Panthers Stanley <laughs> Cup finals history is the first time on Tuesday. So, uh, you know, the 100th game, of the season, which was last uh, last night or the night before. Uh, yep. and so now we'll get to see
0: game 101
1: on Tuesday. So. David, David, kind of a I'm kind of to your,
0: <laughs> your point there, there's a stat I saw last night. Most comeback wins since 2019-20 regular season and playoffs oh, wow. combined. Panthers lead the NHL with 91 yeah. of those, tied with Tampa Bay, and then and Vegas is at 85. But, I got
2: a question for you guys. do you, Do you think we're the most relevant team of the last two seasons? Or no? Was-
1: I was thinking that earlier today, Ryan, just on how many playoff series we've won in the last
2: two years. I think the only President's Trophy, you know, like Kachuk getting Kachuk.
0: Yeah, that Kachuk thing that ties into that. Okay, I
2: think I think Edmonton is the
1: only team that has won multiple rounds um, in the last two years. Like us, I think Edmonton won what? They won two last year. They won one this year. So that's three uh we've won four counting the one we won last year and three this year uh vegas obviously- not
0: dallas dallas missed two years ago was dallas it?
1: lost to calgary in the first round that's right
0: game seven overtime
1: yep. yeah colorado won four last year didn't win one this year so as far as teams and playoff series is i guess one in the last two years um you've got to think florida's got to be up there with the big dogs um mm-hmm. You know, Boston hasn't won a playoff series round in the last year. Carolina
0: didn't win two years ago.
1: Carolina won two this year and one last year. They beat Boston and then they lost yeah. to, I think it was the Rangers, right?
0: Yes, that that's right. Yep. Right. So, so yes, in Mac- I think Colorado, for relevancy, the, to answer Ryan's question, would be up there for me winning the cup, mm-hmm. um, their core players, things like that. I know they lost in seven games, they had a lot of injuries there um Seattle was a game opponent that was kind of an under the radar right. po- uh, opponent there that could have even gone a little bit even further after that series as well so yeah um yeah i kind West. of put Colorado. out. that's a good question though ryan if you're talking about the kachuk factor too and like the off-ice stuff not just playoffs and on ice um that's that's a good question I, they got to be in that consideration for top mm-hmm. top three yeah, yeah Tampa yeah, one time one one last year
1: yeah, I'm with you Ryan. I just think the the teams that they've beaten to get here have been nothing short of spectacular. Uh you think of Colorado's run last year, I don't think it was as impressive as it was to get to the Stanley Cup final. Vegas's run this year, you know, was uh, again, I don't you know, what I think Colorado's
0: down. was last year. They were just above everyone else. Right. I right, don't feel yeah, like true. that from Vegas. Obviously not from Florida. That's like Just true. above everyone else. That's
1: true. That's true. Tampa won
0: three rounds last year, so they've you no, know they knocked got... off Tampa. The, right. the dynasty, or however you want to classify. Right. 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 With the Mickey and... Mouse and the COVID <laughs> and the North Division and beating the Montreal canadians who wouldn't be in the playoffs in the Atlantic Division and barely got in over Calgary, but.
1: Yeah, they've been chirping a little bit, those Montreal fans, as always, and we know Kirby's always warned us of them, so we're uh, yep, yep, obviously I've
0: been watching the future.
1: You <laughs> think so, Toronto was bad, everyone?
0: Wait so for I Montreal.
1: Thinking, I was thinking earlier today, um, just based on, you know, we've tasted what it's like to be here, and you know, you want that taste to continue, right? Next year, you know, again, we don't want to talk too much into off-season stuff, because the season's still going, guys, but you know, just you've tasted now what it's like to be here. And you just want that to continue for years to come. And we talked about this Kirby earlier in the week, just on how teams like Washington who have gone to the cup and haven't really tasted any playoff success since See, St. Louis has gone and won the cup and they didn't taste any playoff success uh, since then. So no. just, you hope that this is the start of, yeah, maybe the Panthers don't win it, but it's, it's something that you can build on for, you know, many years to come where you're competing for Eastern conference championships, you're competing for Stanley cup finals, you know, you're not going to be in the Stanley cup final every year, but that this builds kind of a culture, like we've talked about with the heat a little bit that, you know, you want to get here again and you just see how hard it is to get here, guys, just as fans, you know, although we were able to do it, do it in, you know, four and five in the last few series, it just feels like, you know, especially from our point of view as content, you know. You know, people that talk to a lot of people it's just so hard and just so stressful to to uh kind of watch these games and just you know hope and pray especially just in the factor that in the way we've been doing it seven overtime wins this playoffs yep. guys is just it's just crazy you know and to be seven and oh in these playoffs
0: it's just been crazy just lifetime Only The Montreal Canadiens in 93 David have more yeah I think they that's when 10, I was man. first starting to watch hockey and I that was a dead Patrick Waugh, Like, let's be honest, you know, (laughs) like in that, you know, one of the best ever and up there with Anaheim and these other teams that went on those miracle runs that I witnessed. It's crazy. Right. Right. Yeah. So like just lifetime memories in these last two months that will last
1: a lifetime, but you hope that they don't last too long that you have to remember them three, four years down the road uh is like, man, you remember those times, you know, you hope that next year you have more moments like we've had this year to say the least. So with players like Kachuk, Barkov, Verhage, uh, you know, Montour signed for another year. You know, you assume that they can work something out with him. Guys that are, are carrying this team right now to where we are right now will be back. You hope that this can just create, you know, next season, a great regular season. And you put yourself up and to put into you know, in another long playoff run uh, like we've had this year. So
0: obviously additions being made and hopefully. Exactly. I know exactly. we'll talk this summer, but some of those young kids. Finally, exactly. making a mark, which has always been a Panthers' weak weakness, franchise and organizational depth-wise. Get some of those young guys in there, and hopefully exactly. they pop with these exactly. Uh, exactly. star guys that you mentioned. So, and you hope that Bobrovsky's playoff form
1: carries into next season. You know, you don't expect that over eighty-two games, but at least you know sixty games next year where he can you know carry you and 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 play like he has his playoffs. And like we said, there's still there's still little hope, guys. And you know, unfortunately, yeah, we've had to talk about this a little bit more than. Than we should have this episode, but you know, there's still a chance. And, and if you've got 1% chance, 2% chance against a team like Vegas, we've done it against Boston. There's always a chance. So Ryan Kirby, you know, we talked about last podcast, hoping that this podcast that we're recording today, wasn't one saying good our goodbyes for this season, but you know, now the reality is there. The Panthers have one last chance to stave off elimination in Vegas and come back to Florida, if possible to stave off yet again, elimination. So from now on, whether it's one more podcast or no more podcast episodes for the season, we'll be talking about the Panthers having to stave off elimination guys. So as always, if you guys have any more points here, I think I've kind of gone over what I've wanted to talk about uh, these last few minutes. So not sure if you guys want to throw anything out there, obviously thanks to, you know, all of our followers and listeners, we touched on it just on how spectacular the numbers have been all year guys. So not sure if you guys wanted to uh, say anything before we wrap up.
0: Brian. I, I just thought like, just thank to everyone in the community here, David. Um, just how everyone's been after spaces. These have been a couple tough games. Even that game three was going to be tough the way that that looked like that was coming. Up. but just a lot of optimism. People are giving me hope, you know, that, you know, this season's not over and I've learned my lesson a little bit from the Boston series. So I was dead wrong on that one. So mm-hmm. hoping to pr- be proven wrong here that this team can have a really strong push, play their best games here. I'm still not giving up hope and faith. Um, this team deserves that, at least from the, us from a fan base perspective because of this run that they've been on. And again, just credit to Vegas and things that they're doing. It's not like we're going to be haunted by this series and been like, what if this happened? What if that happened? Um, The very team fair. that we're playing against has been a very game opponent. And we've been fortunate to get to this point to where we are. We knocked off really good hockey teams in Toronto, Carolina and Boston, obviously historic team in, in the yeah. Bruins. So this run will always be remembered. But David, I just want to echo your sentiments and some of the fans out there that have been very positive. Just thank you. And, yeah, the there's uh let's have perspective on this as a whole. Sometimes it's hard to do that in the moment, but uh and even for us sometimes as content creators. But uh yeah, this is a season that was unlike any other that I just tweeted out today to you, David. So yeah. just fortunate to be here with you and, and uh, everyone within this fan base, and after every game, and you know yeah. we'll be here in the off season as well. So whether this is our our last one before the season officially ends in a fate that we don't want to see um you guys know where we're at and everything like that and it's it's been a grind for fans uh for everyone across the board people that we've interviewed david they've like this is this is crazy right you know all these overtimes and grind out wins and david you've been in the arena to experience it all so yeah just appreciate everyone and uh let's go panthers so cats. Yeah, Ryan. I hope
1: I hope that like we said earlier, you know, unfortunately we're not the most optimistic, assuming that Vegas can get it done in five. But, you know, if the Panthers can make it to six, one more chance to to see them again. You know, just a, a spectacular team. You know, I, I left pretty pretty early after that, you know, scuffle in that game four to kind of beat the traffic. But you know, just you know, take a moment to when this is all said and done, reflect on just a crazy, you know, first year we've had, you know, all three of us together talking after most games and uh you know recapping you know weeks and weeks of hockey have just been great so hopefully one more memory this year with you ryan to see you at the arena for game six
2: yeah hopefully this run um brought a lot a lot of new panthers fans not just to like our community just in general um kind of disappointing how they were throwing like trash on the ice yesterday um, during during that stuff you were talking about and i know that's not like the fans that have been going to the game because you don't you haven't seen that all playoffs i know you know when the big tickets Stanley cup game four comes there's a bunch of you know new people that go that aren't fans first time all year yep. stuff like that happens uh, i mean the crowd was kind of dead last not i don't want to say dead but you know it had its, it has moments i mean there wasn't much to cheer about going down 3-0 but you know, I, hopefully we get some new fans. It was, it was a great year. I, I, I don't know. I don't, if they win game five and then just break our hearts in game six, I'm just going to get pissed off all over again. So, yeah, whatever happens happens, but yeah, it's been a great year with you guys with everyone that we've met, you know, we've made real life friends in this. So it's, it's pretty cool, but Mm -hmm. I think that's it for me, you know, probably on this season, honestly. So go cats.
1: Well, we know Kirby Ryan's been the the okay. Panthers doomer every play- all playoff long. So, <laughs> so maybe it'll work. <laughs> maybe it'll work. We know one more miracle in us. Ryan said, uh, you know, the Vegas was going to do it. We said that the Panthers were going to do it at Kirby, but you know, one more try, you know, they've got three tries at this Vegas has got one more to win. We've got three. We've been here before the same guys in the locker room have been here before. So, we're going to need a miracle. You know, it, it, it's no ifs, ands, or buts. Now there's no room for error. And uh, like we said, just a great season with everyone here. And, you know, hopefully we have one more rec, you know, podcast in us to uh, to recap some games and, you know, hopefully a game seven uh, in Vegas as possible. So we'll see you guys again. I want to thank everyone for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Hope anyone that went to the arena to experience some Stanley cup, final games had a lot of fun the electricity in the building was great. So if anyone was able to make it out there, I hope you guys had fun, whether at watch parties or at the game, it was, it was a great experience and uh, you know, moments that I'll live, you know, remember forever with my wife and, and family. So, you know, nevertheless, it's, it's been great uh, experience for me personally. So yeah, I just want to say thank you again. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Hope that uh, the next time you hear from us, it's to uh, obviously talk about Panthers hockey and, you know, we'll, we'll, Try to be a little bit more happy, <laughs> no matter what happens Uh, next episode. But nevertheless, thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Kirby, for joining me. And hopefully not for the last time this season. We have to say, let's go, Panthers. Vamos, Gatos. Let's go, Cats. Whatever everyone says, Kirby, Ryan. Uh, thank you guys for being on here. And until next time, go, Cats.